program, paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell, and we're joined by Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union. Hey, Jenna. Hey, Andy. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I have absolutely. Fantastic. How about yourself? Okay. Well, last week, we talked about some of the financial things you need to think about if you're changing jobs. What uh, is the important money topic we're going to cover today? Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about a financial tip that gets tossed out there all the time um, in how, you know, how to save money. And this this tip gets tossed out there pretty kind of willy-nilly. Um, but it's never really fully explained what this means and how to do it. And that particular piece of financial advice is to do comparison shopping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've got some fun statistics before we dig into the meat of the program today, just to keep in mind that, okay. you know, I like my statistics. I, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so research says that consumers on average visit three websites before making a purchase. So that's comparison shopping right okay. there. I'm, um, I'm probably more than that. Yeah, yeah, and that's average, so there's always highs and lows. Some that never visit a website, I suppose. Uh, um, 83% of U.S. consumers go online to research things specifically like electronics, computers, books, music, and movies before buying those items from a brick-and-mortar store. So they start their search online before and do some comparison shopping before they even set foot in a store to make a purchase. I thought that's why they invented the internet in the first place. Right? Isn't it? We all do (laughs) that. We all do that. Um, And then another survey suggested that 94% of online shoppers invest time to find the lowest price for the product that they're looking for. Um, Again, another form of comparison shopping happening right there. So, uh, and then I've got another one here. 36% spend at least 30 minutes on comparison shopping before deciding on a purchase. That's a decent amount of time. 30 yes, minutes. it is. Yeah. And once again, I think I'm higher than that. Yeah. I fret over it. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on what it is for me. That's true. Ha- the higher true. cost the item, the more time I spend comparison shopping. Like a TV or something like that. Yes. Yeah, or a I car. crazy or, obsessive yeah. on that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and then this this one I just found interesting, and I am guilty of this as well. So 65% of shoppers will look up price comparisons on their mobile phone while they're in a physical store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been there, done that. Can I yeah. get, I like this. Can I get it cheaper somewhere else? <laughs> yeah. It makes you wonder if they should just get rid of the Wi-Fi in the bricks and mortar stores. <laughs> Make it more difficult for us. Yeah, well... Who know? Leave that up to somebody else to make that decision. I remember the days before, you know, smartphones, when the brick and mortar stores would hire kids or other people to go out and pretend they're shopping at other stores to compare prices and bring them mm-hmm. back to see if they yeah. were still competitive. Yeah. Well, you know, there is still such a thing as mystery shopping. I yeah. think it's probably executed a little bit differently than hiring the kid down the block these days. Right. <laughs> but uh, that still definitely is something that happens. Um, 
But kind of the meat of, you know, the reason I brought these statistics forward is really just to showcase that there are, you know, most people do do some level of comparison shopping already, but they might not be doing it very effectively. Um, So that's kind of why we're going to be talking about how to effectively comparison shop so that the products that you get are at the price point that fits your budget. This is something we could all use. Yeah. All right. I guess let's start with the basics. What exactly does comparison shopping mean and why should we be doing it? Yeah. So honestly, comparison shopping is truly an art form. Um, Some people are really good at it. My husband is fantastic at it. I'm okay at it, but he does a really good job of it. So there are levels of being able to comparison shop. I'll just tell you that right there. Um, So essentially, it is. (laughs) So essentially, um, comparison shopping is the process that you go through when you're trying to find the store or the retailer with the lowest possible price for the thing you want. Um, And it's really especially beneficial when you're buying, you know, those expensive items, um, like we talked about earlier, but it's also really helpful when you talk about looking at items that you purchase often or items where the product quality or price can Mm -hmm. vary greatly. Right. So, and sometimes comparison shopping can sound really tedious. Like you want me to spend 30 minutes comparing my peanut butter or my (laughs) toilet paper. Like, yeah, there's the, there's levels of needing to comparison shop, yes. right? But at the end of the day, it's really going to be a very rewarding endeavor. Um, hopefully because one, you'll be saving money and two, you're going to get the best quality yeah. product for the amount you're spending. Who doesn't like to get a good deal? Right. Um, so, you know, comparing brands to find out which one is the best value for the price is also going to help you not only get the best products for you and your family, but it's also going to help you save money in the long run. Um, even if you don't exactly exercise like frugal living um, in all areas of your life, we've talked about frugal living before on this podcast, um, you can still practice comparison shopping to help you get the most for your mm-hmm. money when you're making certain purchases. Like this is something everyone should have a general understanding of how to do. Um, you know, really the main purpose behind comparison shopping is just attempting to find the best deal on the product or service you're looking to purchase. Which is definitely a good money move. Absolutely. Okay, if you spend time comparison shopping, what kind of benefits should I be seeing from taking the time to find this best deal? Yeah, so that's a good question. I would say that there's really three key benefits that you might get from spending time on comparison shopping. And and they're really straightforward. I don't think we need to spend a ton of time digging into what these are. But essentially, you're going to spend less money on the product or service that you want, right? That's a that's a benefit. Right. Um, you're able to purchase more goods or services with your budgeted money. So because you've found the best deal and you're spending less, you now have more to spend on other things, right? Um, preferably things that you also comparison shopped and had got a good deal on those, right? <laughs> um, and then third is really that you're able to buy a better quality of product with the same amount of money. Okay. You're not overspending on things. So what's the difference between just comparison shopping or I guess comparison shopping and just finding the lowest price? 
Oh, yeah, that's a really good question because they are two different things. So comparison shopping really does go beyond just comparing prices. Um, you know, finding the cheapest item doesn't really actually take a great deal of effort at all. Um, if that's the only thing you're worried about, you're not doing comparison shopping very well. So finding the, the best quality of item for the least mm-hmm. amount of money that's what you're actually doing when you're right. comparison shopping. Um, so when you're looking for the best deal, we often make the mistake of focusing on that price of the item. Um, but really, there's more to getting the best deal than getting the best price, whether you're shopping online or with a real, uh, like a big box store or you know mom and pop shop, whatever it is. Um, and really, I would say there's probably you know four key areas that you want to pay attention to when you're comparison shopping. And one of them I've mentioned, you know, previously is that quality. Right. But what does that really mean? I know in furniture, I've, this is one I really focus on when looking at furniture because it's such a wide difference. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah. I mean, you can, (laughs) you can apply quality to just about anything. If there's options, there's going to be varying levels of quality that you need to take into consideration. And this is probably the worst mistake that can be, you know, made is that you overlook the quality of an item when you're trying to find a bargain. Um, So, and and don't get me wrong, there are genuinely good bargains out there on quality items. It just takes a little bit longer to find them, you know, thus the taking that time, that 30 minutes (laughs) to do your research and find that, you know, do that comparison shopping. Um, and you know, you still need to consider, you know, things like the materials that something is made from, um, because that's going to be indicative of the quality of the product. Right. So I want you to, you know, for a really dumbed down version of this, uh, think about the difference between fresh squeezed lemonade versus powdered lemonade drink mix. At the end of the day, and yeah, <laughs> they both give you lemonade, but one is definitely going to be yes. a better quality <laughs> beverage on a hot day. Um, so just when you're trying to think about that, just use that as your example. Um, you know, or a little bit more real, real world application here. Not that lemonade isn't in the real world, but more day to day. If you're looking for a, you know, a new pair of shoes for work, let's say and you buy the cheapest option that's going to fit your need, right? They're probably going to wear out much faster than the ones that might be slightly more expensive but are made of better quality materials. And, you know, essentially that's going to cause you to have to buy another pair of shoes that much sooner, potentially costing you more money in the long run, right? Let's say that cheaper pair is half the cost, but they wear out... (laughs) twice as fast another one of these is car tires that's a really good gotta watch for quality and car tires absolutely we're we're talking about the different things to consider the factors for comparison shopping and we'll cover three more of them when we return on good money moves here on news talk 1340 KROC am and 96.9 fm good money moves continues in moments with andy brownell and jenna tobble from first alliance credit union this is news talk 1340 KROC am and 96.9 fm good money moves on news talk moves with andy brownell and jenna tobble from first alliance credit union on rochester's news talk 1340 KROC am and 96.9 fm Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Today, we're talking about comparison shopping. Jenna, what's another one of the factors or things we need to consider when comparison shopping? 
Yeah. So I would say the, you know, we talked about quality before the break and now we're talking quantity. Um, so are you really getting the best deal when you're buying a bigger package? Um, so you've, you're kind of been led to believe that's true. But when you're comparison shopping, it's important that you look at the price versus the amount or size of something you're receiving, right? So this tends to really come into play when we're talking about like grocery items. Um, You have to pay attention to things like price per ounce. Yep. Um, Because sometimes that bigger package isn't always the better deal when you compare something at a price per ounce. It might actually be more cost effective to buy two of the smaller packages versus the larger size. Um, Because even though you might pay a couple extra cents more for buying the two smaller packages, you end up with more product when you buy the two. Because that bigger package is cheaper, but it also gives you less. Every day math. Yes, yes. Um, I would say, you know, so really just essentially looking at the price can be really misleading. Um, and you just want to make sure that if you're looking at something that comes in varied quantities that you're just paying close attention to that because that unit price is really going to be what gives you a better sense of how much you're going to be spending, um, when you're comparing those options. And another thing on this part of it is storage. If you're buying frozen products, you better factor in you're going to have to have a freezer and you have to have electricity to the freezer. So there's a cost to that as well if you're buying, you know, buying in bulk or something like that. Yeah, that's a really great point, you know, and it makes me wonder where all those people who hoarded the toilet paper last year, (laughs) where they kept it all. (laughs) Well, well, whatever it was, I hope it was really inconvenient for them. Um, okay, so the the third thing you want to kind of pay attention to is going to be the performance of the item when you're comparison shopping, right? So two products may appear to be very similar on the outside, but quite often when one one of them is going to have superior performance to the other. Um, and uh, so product specs are, you know, typically listed on manufacturer websites. So when you're doing some online comparison shopping, you can usually look at that pretty carefully and kind of weigh those options there. Um, but really this, this piece really does just come down to taking time to research how the product is supposed to work. You know, what's it supposed to do? What are other people saying about it that have used it? So that's when, you know, looking at those online reviews when you're comparison shopping is actually really important. Um, you know, for instance, two flat screen TVs may look the same and even be manufactured by the same company, but one of them is listed for a hundred dollars less. Well, why is that? You know, is it, maybe it's because there's a certain setting in that causes an inferior picture and kind of degrades that quality that you're looking for. Um, and therefore the performance of it. It gets so Um, bad. You can even look at the serial number for not the serial, the model number for these TVs. And you'll think, oh, they're exactly the same. Nope, this one's got a Z on the end, and this one's got a G. Yeah. And and it'll be a big deal if you look at the performance of the TV. Yeah, that's and again, I'll go back to that's why it's really important to read those product reviews that people take time to leave because there's a lot of good information in there. Sometimes it's just people complaining, but... And other times people also praising, and there's not real praise they've been paid to do it. Well, that's true. But you can kind of glean. Yes, you can. You know, if there's enough of them there, you can, and you read through enough, you'll glean the 
effectiveness of the product. And that's um, another secret to this comparison shopping is if you're looking at specific items, try to find the ones that have the highest numbers of reviews. Yes. Not just mm-hmm. a handful. Hundreds or thousands are better. Yes, absolutely. Because that tells you that the product has been used by yep. people. Yep. Um, you know, it's also important to look for, you know, any information about recalls on products that you might be considering. Um, that happens all the time. I think about, you know, car seats yep. and automobiles and there's recalls on parts for those all the time. So pay attention to those things as well. Cause that factors into the performance of the thing that you're looking to purchase. Um, it's, re- you know, it's really just about taking time to understand what it is that you're purchasing. And if that lower priced item that you're looking at will actually meet your needs. Yeah. You know, there's no point in buying something if it's not going to fulfill what you're looking to fulfill. Okay. What's the other factor? We had four. Yeah. So the last one is longevity. So I really take time to consider the life expectancy of the product. So a really, really great example of this is light bulbs, right? (laughs) An LED light bulb might cost 10 times more than an incandescent bulb, but it lasts like 25 to 50 times longer. I love those those things. I know. So those upfront costs... You know, it it looks a lot more appealing once you realize you don't have to buy new light bulbs as often and your electricity bill is definitely going to see benefits as well. So in that case, that longevity really comes into play and you need to pay attention to that because this is where that upfront price means nothing Um, because it's going to cost you more in the long run. So basically, yeah. What do you think of the electricity? I think of the, you know, some of these light bulbs are in some very inconvenient locations. And the idea that you don't have to get up there and change those bulbs for maybe five years. Boy, I'd spend a lot of money on a bulb just for that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, funny. Yeah. I mean, really, though, like basically, so comparison shopping just requires you to take a more holistic view of the product that you're thinking of purchasing and then compare its key features to ensure you're getting the best deal. All right. We're talking about comparison shopping today on Good Money Moves. And we'll continue with Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union when we return on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. You may have heard this. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Comparison shopping. Gotta love it or hate it, I guess. Depends on where you're at. I love the the idea of getting a great deal. So I kind of, I kind of love this topic. So um, any other tips you have for effective comparison shopping? Yeah, so I do have a few other kind of important things to keep in mind when you're going through uh, this comparison shopping journey for yourself, so to speak. Um, So first, you have to know your budget. Um, There's, (laughs) You understandably are looking for the best deal available for a product that falls within your price range, right? So therefore, the first step is to determine what your price range is. 
Um, you know, so really taking time, understanding the things that relate are also related to the amount of money that you can spend up front. We talked a little bit about this already, but you know, if this is something where you're going to have a monthly payment involved, you have to be able to take that into consideration. Is there ongoing maintenance involved with the thing that you're purchasing? You know, hot tubs are great and maybe you can afford the hot tub, but can you afford to fill it with water? Can you afford the maintenance and the upkeep on it when it breaks? Your electric bill when you get it? Exactly. You know, any ongoing usage costs for items. There's a lot of, you know, subscription type um, programs out there now where you have to pay a monthly subscription to continue to use the service or something like that. You have to take that kind of stuff into consideration as well. So, um, you know, essentially something is never going to be a good deal if it is out of your price range or you can't afford to maintain the item. It's not a good deal in that case. I always case. find it's, myself with like TVs. I've, I've got the 50 inch budget, but I have the 85 inch appetite. <laughs> I look at those things it's like, good wow, way to I want that. Nah, yeah. not I don't want to pay that much. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> um, so the other thing you want to do is really, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but prioritize the features that you're going to, that you really care about the most on the item that you're looking at. So it's really important that you take time to identify what you need and want from the purchase. This is especially true, I think, about this um, when you're car shopping, yeah. right? Like or major appliances too. Or major appliances, yeah. Any, any, a lot of those big ticket items that come with multiple features, um, prioritize those. Then you can identify all the options that meet your needs within your budget category, right? So, and if you need to, you can also kind of take some time to list out the pros and cons of each option that you're seriously considering. If you need to make those kind of adjustments yep. as well. Um, so another big tip in this one I'm really passionate about coupons are not a determination of a good deal. Oh really? Because I kind of pictured you as a coupon person. (laughs) I am not. (laughs) It's too time consuming for me. But if you use coupons, it's really, really important to only use them for items you're actually going to use. It's not a great deal on something if you didn't want it in the first place and you don't plan to use it. But it was um, on sale. Right, yeah. Um, if <laughs> just, just sucking money out of your pocket <laughs> otherwise. This is why, um, you know, you also want to make sure that the coupon is actually saving you money over your other options, right? A really large discount on something can trick you into assuming you're saving money. Um, but if you take the time to actually comparison shop, you're going to be surprised to find yeah. out that the same that that name brand product is still more expensive even with that coupon. Sometimes seventy five percent off is something that was priced fifty percent higher than it should have is not a good deal. Exactly. That's not to say coupons are never helpful or never save you money. It's that you have to pay attention to what that coupon is actually getting you and whether or not you can still get a better deal somewhere else without the coupon. Um, Any tools out there that we can kind of tap into to help us with this? Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, and you kind of talked a little bit about this early in the show, you know, price comparison 20 years ago required you to cut ads, call stores, put in some serious legwork to to do that comparison shopping. You know, today there are tons of websites and apps that are dedicated to price tracking and helping you do comparison shopping. Um, Some of them, you know, as with anything, there's different levels of quality and performance. So maybe you need to comparison shop your comparison shopping apps too. But um, 
you know, there's, you know, Google shopping is always a good starting point, especially if you kind of want to gauge what's even available online. Um, and to make absolutely sure you're getting the best deal there, it's always good to, you know, you can leverage some different apps or browser extensions that you can download. Things like shop savvy or honey are really popular options. Yeah, be careful though too, cause they'll slow down your computer. They do. Yeah. So again, cost benefit analysis. <laughs> a I mean, little I, bit there. You mentioned Google, but Amazon is a, a great place to look at reviews. Mm-hmm. They tend yeah, to have even a lot if, of reviews. Even if you don't plan to purchase the product right. from that, you know, using them as a as a review source is absolutely a great option too. Yep. Um, and then the last thing I will just think is important to put out there is that make sure you're using the same measurements across the board when you're comparison shopping and price shopping. Um, you know, it's a really easy mistake to make that you're not measuring by the same unit. So especially when, when we're talking about, you know, price per ounce before, you know, each store might have a different unit for their price. So some of them charge by the unit, some of them charge by the ounce. So it's make, you know, it's harder to compare between two stores if they're not using the same unit of measurement to help you kind of comparison shop. So just another thing to pay attention to. And be careful too. Now, especially lately, I've noticed that what used to be 16 ounces is being sold as 12 ounces. Mm-hmm. And basically the same price it was six months ago, but it, you're getting a lot less product. Yeah, that's a really great point, Andy. That is starting to become a lot more common. So check your packaging. Even if it's something you're used to buying, check the packaging again. Okay. Mm-hmm. So comparison shopping, we could go on for hours, <laughs> but we're out of time. <laughs> so where can I go to find some more information on how to be an effective comparison shopper? Yeah, so as always, I encourage everyone to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. Um, We've mentioned a couple past episodes on this show today. Um, Those you can go back and listen to at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also get subscribed to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn podcasting services. Plus, our website also has tons of free financial tools like a budgeting calculator and worksheets, goal setting worksheets, um, information on how to get started with budgeting and savings, all things you need to be able to make good money moves. Um, and of course, I strongly encourage you to meet with our advisors at First Alliance Credit Union so we can help you start making good money moves for yourself. Yeah. That's your first step right there. It is. Have a talk with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Jenna, thank you so much, and I guess we'll chat again next week. Absolutely. All right, Jenna Tubble with First Alliance Credit Union. This is Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News.